Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. In a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. It doesn't seem like it's only been two days since we've been home. Yeah, it seems like... Like I was looking at the notes and realized it was just a week ago that we talked with Bill and did that recording. Yeah, from Michigan. That was only a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so that, crazy. It's so time, crazy. We're in like some kind of a time weirdness. Well, let's do the time warp again. Right. It's just a jump to the left. <laughs> so after we left Michigan and left Bill, we had a couple of stops on the way home and we stopped to see some friends that have left New Mexico and moved to Wisconsin. And then we saw my niece yep. in Minnesota. So we got some new stickers and then we went to Iowa. On the door. Yeah. New stickers on the door of the camper that have the, the, the states, states that we've slept yeah. in. And we saw our nieces in Minnesota and it was the first day of school. So they were yes. off to school. We got to take pictures on their first day of school and yep. they looked adorable, of course. Oh, totes adorbs. <laughs> so when we went to Wisconsin, our friend's driveway has been torn up for some repairs. So we found a harvest host and it was a brewery just a couple blocks from their house. Yeah, that was the good news. We were going to stay at a brewery. Yeah, it was awesome. And the instructions said... Even if someone doesn't call you directly, just come. So I wasn't worried about, you know, just getting there. We got there. I went to check in with the brewery and there was a they weren't home. piece of paper on the door that said we're closed today. We'll be open tomorrow. It was Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it was Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And they, for whatever reason, something happened. We never found out what, but they didn't open. But because I had had that note that said, it doesn't matter if we call you, just stay we went ahead and parked and just stayed. It felt a little bit weird. We, because we knew we wouldn't be at the camper the whole time we were going to visit our friends. And so we put a note in the windshield and, and by the time we got ready to leave, there was another rig that pulled in and they said two more of their friends were meeting them. So it ended up, there were four campers in the parking lot of a closed brewery. Yeah. <laughs> on the day before Labor Day it was all a kind of a funny situation. But what wasn't funny is that one of those neighbors left their generator on all night long. Yeah, well, on the make matters worse, they owned an RV dealership, and among the brands they sold was Flagstaff. And so we get to talking, and oh, we're the brand ambassadors for the Rockwood Mini Light line, which is comparable to the Flagstaff Microlight. And we're talking about the power package. And they're like, oh, we've never ordered one of those. We've never even seen one. Yeah. And that's it's kind of a bummer. So because they don't have any interest or whatever, I mean, you know, maybe I'm making jumps and leaps, but they don't seem to have that much interest in solar. And then they run their generator the entire night. Yeah, all well, night in long. In a residential neighborhood, which I'm just, I'm bringing this up. Not to say we had bad neighbors. We couldn't hear it because we had our fan running. Yeah. But in a residential neighborhood, if you're staying at a Harvest Host or a Boondockers Welcome, 
It's kind of not polite to leave your generator running all Yeah, these long. are the types of misbehaving by campers that lose these privileges for us. For example, we have these, like we call them Legos, but they're plastic, I don't know, thingies that we put <laughs> under our jacks so we don't damage the asphalt. Right. And the tongue jack as well. And those kind of things to be respectful of somebody letting us stay and we know of cases where people put especially the hydraulic jacks on some of the heavier campers like you know motorhomes and fifth wheels where it's damaged the blacktop do you think that they will ever let others stay there again those harvest hosts aren't going to want to harvest host anymore no and we didn't get to talk to the brewery because we left before they opened the next day but i hope that you know they didn't get into any trouble with their neighbors and i guess just really My takeaway is don't be a jerk. Yeah. Think of others, you know, behave in a way that is nice and kind to everybody. But, you know, even with that harvest hosts. Wow. Yeah. It is such a great program that we really like. And we are not going to stop because we had one weird experience. (laughs) Well, and that wasn't harvest hosts fault. No, not at all. That was bad behavior by a camper. Well, and it was strange behavior by a brewery, which, you know, like, oh, we didn't open today. And who knows, you know, some something bad might Maybe have happened. Maybe they had tried too much of their own product and were kind of feeling <laughs> funny. <laughs> Maybe. But we also had a fantastic experience at a pig farm. We did, yes. That was the Anchor Meadow Farm in, boy, what state were we in? Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska. <laughs> you know, piggies are so darn cute. And they have, I think it's called Cooney Cooney Pigs. And they're, they make like really good meat and they're just adorable. <laughs> Sorry, pigs. I mean, enjoy your time in the field because it's bacon tomorrow. Man, when she opened the store and Tony opened the freezer, we got like one of everything. Pork chops oh, yeah. and bacon and sausage and <laughs> Pork just everything. And, yeah, so it was, delicious. And, it was, and just such fantastic hosts. I mean, they were warm and gracious and it was a beautiful spot on a patch of grass right near where the piggies were. We got to see the piggies. Yeah. We got to eat the piggies. <laughs> it was just a first-rate experience. And they also sell their meat by mail order, mm-hmm. if that's something you're interested in. But these are the kind of experiential things that make Harvest Host such a wonderful program. You know, it's part of why we like it so much and continue to use harvest host because we go to places we might not otherwise have been to right and there's no charge for camping the way harvest host works is you get an annual harvest host membership and they put you in touch with all these great places and then the expectation is that perhaps you want to patronize the business and Boy, did we Boy, ever did patronize, we patronize yeah. that business. Yeah. And we absolutely would have patronized the brewery. That's what felt yeah. a little awkward about, you know, we were going to, our friends were going to pick us up. We were going to go over to their house and barbecue and we expected to buy enough beer for everybody and yeah, we didn't and get to at all. all yeah. that, so. <laughs> so that just means we have to go back. Indeed. Right. <laughs> yes, we do. So I, and if, assuming they're open. Maybe we'll stay for like two days somewhere else next time there actually is a campground in that town but it was full so because as i said when there was no one there to actually say welcome we felt a little bit awkward staying there yeah and and that's not at all usual but 
we do have a discount if you want to join Harvest Hosts and maybe see us out there. The campground in town was full, but no worries. We found a Harvest, well, Peggy found a Harvest Host, (laughs) and it was an awesome experience other than, you know, Generator Jenny or whatever, but (laughs) not, not at all typical. Right. As you know, we kind of are a little bit nutty about solar and all of that. So more on that later. But without any further ado... So we are back in New Mexico, and we maybe someday will stay that far east to where we can actually stop by the Hershey RV show. Oh, I hope we do. Because it's only, I guess, three weeks after the Frog Rally. (laughs) Next year, maybe we'll stay out that direction and visit Hershey. But this year, of course, we're home because we're getting ready for a balloon fiesta. And old Tony's going to... Going back to open house, and I'm going to California, and, you know, it just didn't work out this year. But... Our friend Mike Sokol is at the Hershey RV show. And so we asked Mike if we could call him and he could kind of walk around and tell us what he was seeing. We are very happy to welcome back our good friend, the one and only, the king of the RV electricity, Mr. Mike Sokol, who happens to be at what do they call it? America's largest RV show? America's largest RV show, but they fight with, with the Tampa show all the time. Right. <laughs> I'm calling this the largest one because I just had to walk through the crowd to get in here. It's pretty darn big. <laughs> and that's in Hershey, Pennsylvania, right? Just so we it all know. It is in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and right across the parking lot, you can still ride the, uh, the roller coasters just in case you want a little more thrills. And oh. can you get a good, well, can you get a Hershey's chocolate bar? They give you one when you check in to every hotel nice. house. That's and really? every table has you will be so sick of chocolate by the time you're out of here <laughs> but uh, all good so chocolate and rvs the hershey rv show for those who who aren't familiar with it has been described as a real seller show as a place to go to get rvs and rv stuff and rv stuff i think is what we're gonna focus on because mike's right. literally there on the show floor so we're gonna talk about some of the cool stuff that Mike has seen thus far. Right. And the last two days have been basically just industry days. So I've been teaching uh, technicians on Monday and Tuesday. Today is the first time they've let the masses in. And the show just started a little bit ago. It started at nine. So I'm going to take a little walk around here and talk about some of the things that I've seen already. That's pretty darn interesting, I think. Of course, I focus on electrical, but Chris Doherty is doing a thing on uh, sewage essentials for all of you guys that are interested in sewage. I know that's a big deal. (laughs) I try to stay away from sewage as much as possible. (laughs) That's just me. And I've seen a few interesting things. So the RV industry loves LinkedIn for whatever reason. And so the updates I've seen on LinkedIn are pretty interesting so we'll ask mike about some of that too right so now the other thing that's interesting i was just at the ge profile booth they have a uh a new ge profile with a uh a 12 volt dc compressor in it which looks pretty darn interesting apparently there was a problem somebody had accidentally hooked it up to 120 volts on friday earlier yesterday that's not good but they've got uh new stoves new microwaves a high-end mixer and you know, it looks like this looks like restaurant grade stuff for rvs i guess some people want to have restaurant grade commercial grade <laughs> cookware in there to entice their 
their significant other. So, and but it looks like I've made a good connection here. They may send me some stuff to play with to try. Nice. It actually has this looks like cappuccino maker over my shoulder oh, here. Oh man! Now is the mixer you're talking like a a stand like mixer a, type of thing or so i mean it's a real heavy duty guy it would be hard to entice my son the culinary chef and pastry chef to give up his um his <laughs> real mixers as it were but he would try any of this stuff yeah. so this is and, and and the ice maker is really cool i thought it was plastic beans in it but this real <laughs> water turned into ice i actually tried it it's not chemicals so, uh, oh, it just it just dripped down. So it's these microchips. Wow. I'm going to get more information on this. You know, I already have 12 volt refrigerators from with the Danfoss compressors from Victor Frigo and Dometic. I might as well get a GE profile to play with. It should be right. interesting. I have a my my kitchen, my wife's kitchen. I'm just the care keep, <laughs> caretaker. She's got GE profile appliances throughout that. She loves that stuff. So um, she's always up for an always up for an experiment. Now the new fridge is it like a new model that they've come out with, and does it have a variable think, speed yeah. compressor and all uh, that? I, it, oh. it's, yeah, it's supposed to have. That's what they're telling me. That it, it's, they said that it's got a Danfoss. It's a twelve volt uh, direct drive compressor refri- uh, compressor in it. We shall see. I will get more information on this later. It's zero clearance, you know. Does it have a positive latch so that when we're driving down the road, it doesn't pop open? It does. Okay. It does have <laughs> It does have the latchy-do thing on it like that, right? There you go. I've got someone that wants to help. Uh, Jennifer, are you now my my, my model? Um, <laughs> or he? Look, I love all of these guys. They're all coming over to see what the heck I'm doing. I'm actually talking to somebody in New Mexico. And from there, the world. <laughs> a little, yeah. So it's got a turbo cool function. And so um, that turbo cool, if you fill it up, it'll cool down your refrigerator. How fast, if we filled this up with beer, right? how long would it take? Because Tony and I both do I beer. But it'll do it faster than any other refrigerator on the market. He, he's claiming chilling beer down faster than any other refrigerator on the market. Right. I'm saying that demands a test. I think so. My question okay, is, how cool. is the compressor, because so many of us like camping off the grid, is it more efficient this is supposed than to be, previous right, it's supposed to be a. It's supposed to be, but again, their engineering is supposed to contact me and give me more numbers on actual joules used over, you know, depending, depending on Delta T's. I just I just threw that out there to scare everybody. Those aren't real <laughs> words. That is real engineering. Joules, of course, is watt seconds. You can convert that into watt hours or kilowatt hours. And delta T is just how warm it is outside. All good? Yeah. Let me keep walking. This is my friends at Techno RV. Oh, hey. Yeah, so I'm going to get ready. They, I've got some of the new navigation stuff that they, they just sent me the other day. Oops. I'm, I'm going backwards here. There we go. There we go. Uh, they got a bunch of other stuff here. So I know that they've got... Um, I've got all the surge guard products and everything. So um, I'll be back and get some individual shots on this later. We really like Eric and Tammy Johnson and what they do. Eric and Tammy are fabulous. And plus what they've done is a lot of times they'll run um, some of my own articles uh, on their own thing. So here is the guys from Micro Air Easy Start. Good old Easy Start. For our audience who's not aware of the Easy Start, it basically evens out that hard start in an air conditioner so that it's easier to run let's say on a smaller generator or even a battery yeah i've done tons and tons of tests i've done hundreds thousands of tests with this kind of stuff so i am now kind of the de facto expert on how in the world 
these soft starters work. Mm. Some flagpoles. Oh, look, they got the flagpoles with the um, the blinky oh, lights going Starlink on. Starlink on. I don't know if it's Starlink. It's just things. Oh. Oh, the, see the light thing blinks. blinking okay. up there. Right. No, right. I see a Starlink. There's a Starlink at the top of one of them. Have you ever used this product before? Can you hear her at all? Yes, see, a little bit. Okay, so 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 basically, she wants good say bye, goodbye to dry skin. Are you going to rub some no. on me? I sure can. Okay, she's going to rub. Some, what, what do you mean no? I've got I've got a, a, a good good looking blonde here that wants to rub <laughs> something on me. I didn't say no. So go ahead. Let me see. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, so let me tell you what this is. Okay, go quickly. So these barber just smell Oh, neat. So it goes right into the basal layer of your skin. It's helping to heal your So she's using technical words like basal layer. This is wow. good stuff. Right. <laughs> I'll be back later. I'm just doing a little remote. Is that cool. any relation to basal faulty? <laughs> what? The, I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing the reference here. Not sure. Oh, it's uh, faulty Let's towers. Was oh, TV. I could get some Botox. I, I, they actually have a Botox booth. Wow. I don't have any wrinkles yet. So I don't need Botox. Well, Look at Jim, that. I yeah, mean, bragging. It could happen next year. I could just go wrinkle. Jimmy Buffett said the wrinkles only go where the smiles have been. But this tells me that this is not super, super all technical show. Like, that's, of course, what you're no. interested in. You're going to see. But there's hand creams and Botox and probably wins. Oh, yeah, there's, there's everything. <laughs> I, I think this show is for everybody. It really is. I mean, I tend to focus on electrical and technical stuff, but that's just me. Right. But anytime I see something, okay, so there's, you know, they've, they've got all kinds of hitches down here. Mm -hmm. uh, superior design, Matlock trailer locks. Oh, those are locks for hitches. Oh. Um, and basically what I'm doing is I'm walking around the like the second story floor. This is where all the food stuff is. I'm going <laughs> to loop all the way around here and then see if I can get down to the, many, the bottom floor. Passport America. Yeah, there's a lot of these. It's, you know, see America kind of a thing. I got purses. I got my wife one of these hip clips last year to stick her phone in. Oh, yeah, which is outdoors. Yeah, actually, I really like that. So they're really kind of cool. We interviewed the folks from Passport America, and it's we've actually used it. We saved a lot of money on this recent trip. Yes. It's one of those, you know, a lot of times you hear about those programs where it's like, yeah, yeah, save half, sure. And then it doesn't really play out. You know, it's like on the on the third Wednesday of February <laughs> on a leap year. But no, it actually, I mean... We legitimately saved a bunch of money on this most recent trip. Right. And different parks are going to have different rules. So maybe some of them only allow it on the fifth Wednesday of each leap year. <laughs> but <laughs> but there are well, look at this. a lot of parks. Tupperware. Uh, I'm in the Tupperware booth. Look yeah, at this. Tupperware is still alive. And it is it is the most colorful Stuff. Yes. I mean, this is really, really cool. I always manage to find something at Tupperware. Yeah, I'm just basically doing the quick walkthrough right yeah, now just yeah. for you guys. And then I will be here for five more days. I will have plenty of time. People will get us on Thursday, September 14th, 2023. And the show will go until Sunday, September 17th, 2023. We try to throw in times there. So if someone watches this in a year or two, they aren't disappointed that 
it's not going on or something. But you can always find all of the RV shows across the country at stresslesscamping.com on our RV show calendar. Right. So I'm going to come back and look at this later. So they've got it. This is a really interesting demo. So the Tiva heater, indoor, outdoor. And the one right here that's over my shoulder is cold blowing on me. <laughs> and the one over here is hotter than H. Wow. Blowing on me. So it's um, like a little bit of each kind of a thing. It's going to be interesting to see how well that all works. That's like the same kind of unit? Yeah, it's like the same unit. It looks like you can, you can so use these it guys here, ways. just real quick. I can turn this into a heater or a cooler. What about, oh, this is the infrared that I'm feeling. Ah, I was in infrared mode. I oh, get it. These okay. are the cooling modes. See, all the illusion is complete. <laughs> okay, I know about infrared heaters. I'll be talking about that stuff after a bit. Oh, you can get a back massage here. Hey, Not all just right. something to do to rub stuff. Oh, air skirts. I wanted to talk to these guys. I'll talk to them later this week. And the air skirts are where you inflate these things underneath your RV to mm -hmm. keep the air from underneath of them. So a lot of people are in real trouble because in the winter... You know, you lose half your heat out to right. the floor underneath. They also make, which we've tried, an inflatable ice chest. That's right. Oh, neat. And we have one of those, and it works well. And if you don't need entire skirts, they make ones that will go into the oh, vent. Oh, yeah, into, the, in into the your overhead vent to plug in. Yeah. So the guys at MoRide left, let me uh, monitor one of the classes yesterday or Monday. And I, I was interested in this. This would be this X-Bray stabilizer. This show. I bet you that would work on my GeoPro. It would. Because it gets a little wobbly when I'm dancing around in there. Because <laughs> you know, we do disco dancing. Oh. He says, of course, whatevs, whatevs. It's, re it's really kind of interesting because it like cross braces the thing to keep mm -hmm. the thing from sideways shaking. Right. But uh, I'll come back and do a little more on that later. We, we had that on the summer trailer. Yeah. In our summer trailer that got rear-ended, we had those. And they were great. Did you, were you have, did you like, yeah, you like those? Yeah, yes. we liked them. They were experimental kind of prototypes at the time. And then the trailer got rear-ended and we lost it. So we don't have those anymore. Okay. So I'm walking by the RV shop, looping around. So this is, actually, this is a really big shop. Now I haven't even gone outside. Outside, I could walk all day and not go down the same aisle twice. It's really that big. There are vendors outside as well. Plus, of course, thousands of RVs. Oh, thousands and thousands. There's some shots that you can get of uh, these things, you know, with the overheads. And it is amazing how much. Here's my good friends over at Truma uh, that I've been uh, experimenting with. I think this stuff is great. Uh, the Aventa stuff is really so quiet. I'm hoping to do an upgrade soon on my uh, GeoPro because I can't take the noise of the stock air conditioner. Plus, this stuff's really, really efficient. Yeah, it's not just quieter and significantly so, but it's more efficient and it has a dehumidifier. Yeah, it's it's a really really interesting kind of thing. Uh, you know, on my GeoPro with a with all the Masterbolt stuff on it, I can run that air conditioner four to five hours just off the battery. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to squeeze an extra hour or two out of this when I swap and put in the Aventa from Truma. And when we were at the Frog Rally, Mike scored an Aventa. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I make friends everywhere. We thought dehumidifiers were kind of a weird option like who cares because we're from new mexico but when we were traveling oh, yeah, there's no humidity there. <laughs> we were traveling through you know indiana and michigan over the last few weeks and 
now we understand why they're a big deal. <laughs> yeah, we would have been pleased with that. Yeah, so what I do in mine at home, I put in a mini split uh, last year. I'm in Maryland, humidity is pretty high. I actually capture the condensate into a 50-gallon drum hmm. that we use for watering the lawn. I get up to 10 gallons of condensate a day. It looks like I've come wow. full circle. I'm going to go downstairs for a minute if you guys will yeah. stick with me. So this is just the upstairs loop thing. Do you know where Dometic is? Yes, yes. Eva had already left as of yesterday, so I didn't get to see her. Oh, well. I had to run back home and pick up some sponsor swag stuff. <laughs> so I missed her yesterday. Because, you know, I've al I was teaching Monday and Tuesday already. Let me see if I can make it down from here. I think I can scooch over. Excuse me, can I sneak through here? I've got these uh, Apple iPods in, the, the latest pro stuff. It almost does a little too much room cancellation. It's amazing. <laughs> People could be how... walking up to me and shouting at me, and I could just look at them like, you know, that kind of a thing. It's amazing how good the audio is, considering you're walking around with a, with a phone and earbuds. I'm walking around with a phone on a cellular connection. Yeah. That is the craziest thing. Okay, so I'm almost down here. I'm trying not to fall down the steps. That would be a really, really good video. <laughs> well, you could go on the TikTok channel We, where they show like, people doing wee, like that. We, I'm trying not trying to avoid that. And I'm going to loop once around the bottom here. Look at this. Look at this PRBCA booth. See this guy right right here? It looks like it's a camper. Yeah. Uh -huh. Look, they actually have, look at this. I don't have my front camera working on this. It's got a fake fire. Can you see the fake fire? Yeah. There? yeah. And it's a fake RV. All of this wow. is fake. Every, <laughs> everything is fake. I will return. We're, we're, brought, we're going through New Mexico right now. Okay, so we're on Fantasy Tours, Easy Mover, Escapees RV Club's got a booth. And this is the main floor. I'm just... Spinning so around here. It okay. looks like there's like a it like a state. It's a stadium, maybe a hockey oh, yeah. stadium or something. This is where you. I would be playing hockey if I, in fact, could play hop, <laughs> hockey or even ice skate. But I can do neither. You have far too many teeth to be a hockey player. <laughs> That's right. And and I don't need that talent. I think I tried uh, ice skating one time when I was probably like in fifth or sixth grade, and they had a fire off to the side. Of course. I skated right into the fire because I couldn't stop. Oh, boy. And then I figured I figured that was the hint. So let's see here. Better than pens. They've got all kinds of therapy sessions here. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, this will be here all week if anyone wants to come out to them. It's kind of embarrassing to say that almost every one of those booths that you've stopped at, we've purchased something from. <laughs> yeah, that's actually ah. true. So what can I say? Uh, Bluetooth locks. What's supposed to say? Turn your phone into a key fob. Okay. Um, I'm going to come back and talk to the guys at um, Lion Energy oh. after a little bit here. Yeah, our buddy so they, Dave. Oh, they've got a nice, they got a big booth here. Right. I'm going to go talk to these guys and uh, get more info. People have got generators out here. Oh, you got Snappad. I know you guys know me. I'm Mike Sokol. Everybody knows my Sokol. I'm infamous. I can't. I can't do anything bad anymore. I used to be able to be bad and anonymous. Now I'm bad and not anonymous. You're bad and infamous. Yeah. Whatevs. Good thing it's still not the '70s. So it sounds 
like a very, very large version of the quartzite sports vacation and RV show. Yeah. It is. And look at these these little tent things. These look fabulous. Oh, I mean, we bought those. one of There's those at uh, the Frog Rally. How much stuff do you have, Tony? I Too told much. you, we buy something everywhere. <laughs> Always buy we things. We buy some everywhere. I am loving this little screened-in thing. This is actually... We bought one from Lippert at the Frog Rally. Right. And boy, we sure like it. It came in handy, keeps the bugs out, and it's very, very quick and easy to set up. I'm loving that. You know, I may be doing some demo stuff next year. I have to check this out where I, you know, I want to be able to do some small classes. One thing that I found at the um, Alumapalooza was it should have been called Aluma Yellow Jackets. Oh, because oh boy. there were yellow jackets everywhere throughout that thing. So basically, uh, yeah, here we are at, oh. at the Dometic booth over here. Before you go too far, what brand yeah. were those tents? Because I, I don't think it was Lippert, right? Let me go. Let me. You're making me walk backwards here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, because see, we talked about tents? because we talked about Lippert, we don't want to misguide people that you know and say that that's what they are there. Whose tents are these? Oh, it is a Lippert. It is oh, a Lippert. Lippert. Tent. That's okay. what we have. Campers Inn is like its own miniature RV show because they have all kinds of accessories and fun things that you can buy from different brands. So, okay. Good. So, you know what right. we like about that thing that we bought? It makes camping intense. Oh, boy. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'm Lippert sitting down in a big easy chair. Yeah. Yeah. Big old easy chair. Hey, these things are nice. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh man my wife had promised me a recliner for the house there These you go really great we, we were see so yeah all the go power stuff is here there is a a new air conditioner that they're showing at dometic and i'm curious about that and they're also showing new toilets ah. do you guys have the new air conditioner the new dometic air conditioner at the show here no, not, not, not yet not yet okay so oh. fingers crossed toes crossed Fingers crossed. Okay, good. So yeah, nothing, nothing on that yet, but that's going to be, they said, coming soon, hopefully. I'll be back and get some individual interviews and whatnot. Oh, RV lock, no keys, no problem. Oh, we love that too. Oh, yeah. I see. So what do you guys got? Are oh, the keyless, keyless RV lock? We're net casting through New Mexico right awesome. now. Awesome. <laughs> well, and you can tell them that we bought one of their locks at the Quartzite show. Oh, and so Tony Barthel from Stressless Camping bought one of your locks at which show? At the, the Quartzite, Quartzite show? show. Yeah, he's already got one. We met those girls. Yeah, yep. we met those ladies. <laughs> they met the girls. Did you? Yeah, so that, that, there, there they are, right? Yep. We're just doing an experiment to see how this works. This is this works amazingly well just on a cellular connection bouncing across the country. Okay, GT2000, uh, purification systems, more RV resort stuff, RV life. You know, they've got all their stuff out oh, yeah. here. Oh, good. Yep. Ohio travel. I'm trying not to run into anybody because, again, when I spin around, I have no <laughs> audio reference in the room. Right. Okay, so I have made the full loop here. You have any final questions before I sign off and head up? Well, I saw you pass a company that I'm familiar with that replaces RV refrigerator systems. So you can either get a whole refrigerator. Oh, JC Refrigeration. Ah, These guys will replace okay. the gas absorption mechanism at the back of the fridge, and it's an Amish company, okay. and they're terrific. Yes, I see that. Yeah, JC Refrigeration. If your refrigerator fails and you have a gas absorption fridge, they can either replace the mechanism or replace it with a compressor system 
or just replace the whole darn fridge. Yeah. Sometimes the problem with replacing fridges is getting them through the door. So if there's an option where you don't have to take the fridge out the door, then that's a great option. Yeah. I've seen this where they, but you basically have to pull the darn slide out. Yeah. Yeah. Slides completely off the side of the thing to get the refrigerator out or the windshield of a class a. Oh, the windshield. I'm like, you got to take the windshield out to get the refrigerator. This is just scary. That's yeah. like, uh, I lived on a third story apartment. Somebody wanted to give me a, um, an eight foot grand piano. <laughs> I really looked to see what it would take to get a crane to take it in through the window. Yeah. My landlord said, are you freaking crazy? No way. <laughs> it would have been free. What you'd need is a, just a catapult and somebody with really good aim. <laughs> You only get one shot. Right. Okay, so I am back to the main thing. I'm all done here. You done with me? Well, quick question. Any highlights? Any synopsis of Hershey? Not just yet. It looked like I said a huge crowd. I will know at the end of the day. You know, this is all driven by how many tens of thousands of people show up for this thing. It looks like uh, there's a lot of happy people. You know, last year we were still in pandemic mode. Oh, right. Now everybody is out here. It looks really, really good. But again, this is the first day, the first morning of the actual consumer show. And you're indoors where all the vendors are, but then outside, I assume, or in a different building. I'll walk outside for a second. There's a whole bunch of RVs for sale, right? Well, and more vendors. And more. Oh, and more vendors. And more vendors. Okay. Spartans out here. I mean. Let me get out here where I can just kind of do a loop around. It's like a beautiful day. Oh, it really is. Freightliners out here. Dometic Outdoors has got a thing happening. Maybe another screen tent there. (laughs) You can see dealer after dealer after dealer after dealer after dealer after dealer. Fantastic. I mean, it's just massive. If you don't have an RV, and you're curious, this is where you satisfy your curiosity. If you already have an RV and you want to upgrade, this is where you can see where the upgrades are. So, and, and it's the sweetest place on earth. That's the right. The sweetest Hershey. place on earth. In Hershey. Mike, it was sweet of you to take some of your time. Mike's teaching classes there. That's I am. I am so darn sweet. <laughs> That's why I tell my wife, I don't want to go out in the rain because I'm sugar. I might melt. That's right. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys, I better I better shut down because I got to go set up for my class. Well, Mike, thank you for taking your time. Thank you for showing us around You're a very, little bit. You're very, very welcome. And I think we're going to try to do the opposite of this with Tony next week because you're going to be at... Uh, Open house, right, Tony? Yes, right. I am. <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give it a whirl there. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Bye, Mike. That's some of what Mike got to see. There are thousands of RVs. One of the nice things about Hershey is, and this is not something that Mike got to see because he was in where the the goodies all are, the gadget yeah, the stuff The gadget is. stuff. But there are a lot of manufacturers who actually go out there. So if you have actual questions or you're looking to buy a specific RV or any of that, the manufacturers are there to answer questions. It's just a neat show. We have not been, but we do intend to go at some point. But in the meantime, we, we have our buddies like Mike who are coming to us from the Hershey show. Yeah. Earlier, we talked about the fact that we really enjoy harvest hosts and boondocking. And part of what makes that possible is our Mastervolt power system that was put together by ABC Upfitters. Mm-hmm. We just spoke with somebody who is headed to ABC Upfitters right. to get their system installed. We've talked to a lot of people recently who did not 
go to ABC Upfitters and had a pretty miserable experience. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate. We know more than a few people who their systems kind of don't work or just don't work or it's fiddly or whatnot. And one of the reasons that we continually advocate seeing ABC Upfitters is their systems just work. And everything works together. There's no like, well, this isn't the right size of power of blotty blah to fit with the blooty blue. Right. <laughs> you know, all the pieces are actually designed to work together. Somebody said, oh, we had 500 amps of solar on our roof, but only 300 were allowed to be used. So what's the point in having 500 if you're controller thing only allows 300. You can, tell, you can tell I know those tech terms. Well, and that's another good thing, right? I mean, if you've been listening or reading our articles or any of that stuff long enough, you know I am a total nerd. And Peggy is a normal human being. <laughs> and when Peggy took the camper out, this stuff just worked. She didn't have to, oh... I don't I, have you know, to I, know. And I don't have to know how to adjust the fiddly D to work with the blah 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 exactly <laughs> and that's one of the nice thing abc upfitters engineers these complete solutions to just work and puts in the right size of wiring and the right controllers and all of these pieces and that's part of why we enjoy working with them is the stuff just works yes you can see abc upfitters we put links in our show notes we have videos that we've shot with them or you can just give them a call at 574-293-9399 574-293-9399 if you've looked at their website before go check it out it looks a little different yeah right they've now. upgraded it looks it. nice abc upfitters upgraded uh, their website their even <laughs> <laughs> i like that picture at the bottom with the exploded view. exploded view yeah Mike saw a lot of gadgets, but we have a gadget we can talk about, right? Yes, we do. Have you ever heard of a backseat driver? <laughs> we all have, right? Well, we have a backseat companion that was with us on our whole trip. That's right. And that is the Bodega TWW45 powered cooler. And it hardly ever told us we were going the wrong way. Yeah. All it did was keep the food cold. Yeah, that was great. We love to have snacks, especially when we've been to Yoder's in Shipshawana. Oh my gosh. We had string cheese and beef sticks pretty much every day on our drive yeah. home. That would be our lunch or our snack. And you don't want those like if they're just warm sitting in the truck. No, food poisoning is not fun on vacation. No. But also I like carbonated water i call it fizzy water and we kept those in the cooler too the bodega cooler is a 12 volt cooler i know we have mentioned our dometic portable 12 volt cooler in the past that is a very large cooler this one is considerably smaller it does use an app if you choose to to control the functions and what we like about this is it's small enough to fit in the back seat of the truck but it has two compartments that you can set the temperatures individually so you could have one freezer one refrigerator two refrigerator two freezer whatever you choose and you can either set that with an app or with the control panel just right on the fridge and it runs on 12 volt power or household 120 volt power it's a very efficient cooler 
We were running it on a solar generator for a portion of the trip. We will do a review of that solar generator in the future. Gosh, a cooler. I mean, it was quiet. It cools down very quickly if you have it, you know, just unplugged. We use it even for Costco runs. Yeah. Now you go to Costco and let's say you buy ice cream or things that need to stay at refrigerator temperature, no problem. Plugs right into the cigarette lighter and keeps everything cold. And it's just a really good size. It has metal wire baskets that fit into the two compartments. So you could just lift out a basket and take the stuff out if you want. The larger of, there are two compartments, one larger, one smaller. The larger of the two baskets has a drain plug. So if you want to clean it out or if something spills, no problem. It also has an integrated cutting board on the lid of this thing, which we found was fiddly in that it fell off all the time. So it didn't really stay up. That was kind of a downside. But on the subject of the lid, it can be reversed. So you could, if you need to put the cooler in the back seat so the lid opens one way and it happens to be the other, it's it's really easy to reconfigure. I also like that this has an extending handle and it has another handle at the back so you can lift it, but it also has rubberized wheels. So if it's full of beer, as our cooler is at the moment, you can just drag it around by the handle and there's wheels on the back and uh, works really, really well. So the only downside, like I said, of this cooler is that cutting board, but it is kind of cool that it's there and it fits into the top of the lid. So if you want to use the cutting board, you can just take it out and pop it onto the top of the lid and cut limes or <laughs> tomatoes or whatever it is. This cooler definitely does cut the mustard and the build quality I thought was really, really good on this. So uh, it's a Bodega TWW 45 portable 12 volt ice chest. And again, another nice thing about these portable powered coolers is that you don't need ice anymore. And so your sandwiches won't get soggy. Right. I really like these things. It's one of my favorite types of gadgets. So would you need a Bodega cooler if you were using your RV of the week? Potentially. Okay. I mean, it works with our RV, right? So maybe with these two. And so something that we're seeing as a trend in the RV industry are less expensive RVs. And RV companies are coming about this in different ways. Some of them are taking their existing... Okay, well, let's back up a bit. During COVID, they could sell anything they could build. Sure. Right? I mean, if they built it, they would sell it. So the RV companies then saw that knowing that people were going to buy anything and they built more and more features into the RVs and as such the prices went up and up and up now material costs also went up and up and up but these RVs were becoming more and more elaborate and more features and more this and more that so the price went up well come to today and we're finding that there is a new focus on more affordable RVs. So there are sort of two ways the RV companies are approaching this. One is to take their existing RVs and what they call decontenting them. In hmm. other words, taking stuff out. And the other way is to create lines 
that are less expensive to build. And that's something Winnebago did with their new Access travel trailers. The Access line is a stick and tin or wood framed aluminum sided travel trailer, which is the least expensive way to build travel trailers. Yeah. They have this whole new line, the Winnebago Access. The nice thing is they don't really feel cheap. They have a nice feel to the interior. In fact, it's kind of grand designy. And if you don't know, Winnebago owns grand design. So it kind of feels like a grand design product on the inside. And grand design already makes a line of stick and tin trailers. And Winnebago has taken that lead. So they use a thicker aluminum on the aluminum siding. And it's a smooth nose that's, again, even thicker still. And so a lot of higher quality build features in a trailer that is more affordable. Right. Some of the interesting things that I saw Winnebago did, no ovens in these Winnebago access trailers. Huh. What they did is they still have the three burner cooktop, but they use a convection microwave. Oh. Honestly, I think that might be better. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's what we do in the house. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> apparently those RV ovens are rather pricey. And a lot of manufacturers have come to the conclusion that people don't really use them, especially the 17-inch oven. Sure. The one in particular that I looked at was the 30BH, which is a bunk model. And it's a floor plan that's very common. But one of the neat things I like doing is seeing how different companies approach the same idea. Uh-huh. For example, the back of the Winnebago, typically when you have a bunkhouse, the back is, you know, two bunks and curtains. Mm-hmm. And this, they put a door. So oh. that's kind of neat. However, that means you can't really get to it with the slide in. Oh. So, you know, sort of different sides to the coin. So it's actually kind of more of a room than just beds. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a room, a really nice bathroom and nice living spaces in this. I think they did a really good job. I like the way the bedroom is configured. They have a neat space sort of ahead of the closets that are on either side of the bed. It's pretty substantial in size. Also, it's a proper queen bed and the bedroom too has a door. So lots of kind of higher end features on a trailer that's not at the top of the market in terms of price. A new line from Winnebago, we'll keep looking at it. I'll point a link to the review I wrote of it, which will be on rvtravel.com, not Stressless Camping. I post reviews there. Of course, I have reviews on Stressless Camping and all of that. So Winnebago access line. Excellent. So my segue didn't really work because I thought Winnebago access was a drivable. Oh. And so when I asked if you could use a cooler, you were going to say, you don't have to. <laughs> um, so that's what I get for not doing my research. <laughs> well, that's okay. We have a kind of a funny story slash maintenance reminder. And oh. that is to... Of course, you want to check and make sure things aren't falling off the walls or, you know, make sure your fittings are tight on your plumbing. And we always recommend, a, you know, kind of a 90-day checklist of things. Well, we found a new item to add to the checklist <laughs> when our television fell off the wall yeah. in transit the other day. Yeah. So it's a reminder to 
see if you've got a screw loose. Well, yeah. you're so, listening to the Stressless Camping Podcast. You may already, that may be a <laughs> foregone conclusion. We don't really use the television very often. And so I wasn't, I didn't, you know, pay much attention to it. And it's in a swivel mount. Yeah. And the mount has like a post that it will stay in place. But when I went to look, we said, well, it fell off. We're just going to get rid of it because we never use it. And so I went to look at that and realized that part of the television, the backing of the television actually came loose from the rest of the television. And I'm not saying TV because then people will think I'm talking about tow vehicle. Right. Well, and our TV, well, uh, it's irrelevant really, but it's a 12 volt TV that not only is a television, but also is a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, it's our sound bar. And it's an FM radio. So we thought, well, we'll just get rid of it. And so I went to take it off the wall the rest of the way. And I realized that what happened was four of the five itty bitty little screws that hold that backer on had come out. They were just laying there on the shelf. So I looked at it and I said, well, I think I could put this back together. So I put the, Tony got the Loctite and we put those screws back in so that they shouldn't back out now. And then there's four machine bolt kind of things to hold it on the rack. Yeah, it's called a Visa mount, and it's a standard mount for a flat screen TV or whatever. So we got it put back up, and we figured out which cables went where. And then we said, well, let's test it. And the Bluetooth worked, and the television worked. And we ended up watching something on television, Yeah, we watched which we've never YouTube done before. Videos. <laughs> There's another thing to add to your list is to, when you're checking all the screws everywhere, include the back of the television. Yeah. I mean, make sure you don't have a screw loose. And another thing in one of the Facebook groups that I belong to on a travel trailer, the body is basically bolted to the frame. And in the past, we found that some of those bolts were just gone. Yeah. So make sure on your screw list that (laughs) those bolts that are, you know, and the nuts that are holding the bolts that are keeping your trailer attached to your frame are all snug. And another reason to have a torque wrench, which is part of the package in the air gear tire changing kit that we're giving away, if you are not a member of our mailing list community, as it were. If you sign up in August or September of 2023, you are automatically entered for a chance to win an air gear tire changing kit, which includes a torque wrench, which should be useful for checking some of these bolts, including the ones that are holding the wheels to your trailer. Well, every week we ask a question of the week. And last week it was... Do you travel in a caravan? And if you're listening to this in not the United States, let's say you're in Europe somewhere, then that might be... Well, yeah, we we travel in a caravan. That's what we tow behind our car. Right. (laughs) But that's not what this meant. What we mean is, do you, you know, like with another rig or other people, do you travel together? Yeah, with others. And And that can be like those package tours or just like what we did with bill where we there was just two trailers right so mark said no but came back and said wait i want to change my answer we did travel with my daughter and her family last year for a four-part 17-day trip so mark does david is hoping to have a trip with friends next year bill said he just finished caravan with a wonderful couple from new mexico i'd like to meet these people 
But he also said that when you travel in a caravan, sometimes it's a difficult, it's difficult to get a selfie without a photo bomb. <laughs> and he posted a picture of himself on Mackinac Island with Tony, Tony intentionally. And I think I unintentionally photo bombed his picture. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen said that she, they have camped and road tripped for well over a decade with their best friends and their kids. So the kids are like siblings because they're growing up together and doing all these things together, which is fantastic. I love it. Janet says one other rig so far, and they're looking forward to more trips with more friends. Ingle would like to do it. Tony and Grace said that they haven't done it yet, but they want to go on a trip to Baja or Alaska or Nova Scotia you know what? I'm in on that Nova Scotia. I don't know why I have such a fascination for that, but I I'm in go. on the Baja. Baja. <laughs> Tom and Marilyn were on a trip five days ago from now. Tom's cousin, who's two weeks different in age, they have been friends for life and the girls are friends for over 50 years and they camp together all the time and go on road trips like Balloon Fiesta and Bighorn Mountains. Brian hasn't yet, but he's waiting for the Stressless Camping Brewery Crawl and Road Trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that he can do that. Wait, what is this Stressless Camping Brewery Crawl and it's Road Trip? It's something that, that, you that Brian speak made of? up that now apparently we have to do. <laughs> oh, I thought we were kind of planning it. Stay tuned. Oh. oh. Again, I haven't done my research. (laughs) Sandy said they haven't gone as a caravan or group since that doesn't seem stressless to them. They just meet folks at the campsite. Great answers. Thank you. I'm glad to see that so many people are, you know, camping with friends or family or whatever. I love that. I camped my whole entire childhood, not so much in a caravan because we were just, you know, an hour or two away from the Mojave Desert, but I did. We did extensive family trips, and we went quite often out to the desert with big groups. Well, of and we've camped in groups for Christmas. Oh, sure, many, many, many times. Yeah, in we've fact, camped in groups, but yeah. we don't. Tr- we haven't traveled that often with uh, with someone else that's like true. we did with Bill. Yeah, and that was, as I said last week, that was super fun because Bill helped in the planning, and I oh, like to. Was awesome. I like yeah. to do it, but boy. Did he do a great job? Yeah. So what is our question this week? So this week I was curious since I guess technically summer's over now because we had Labor Day. I know. So did you camp more or less than you were planning to this summer? You can answer that at our fun and friendly Stressless Campers facebook that's right remember we changed the name renamed it's still fun and friendly though yeah that's true i mean (laughs) people have been very respectful well they would have to be or they go goodbye that's right it's a good place to get your questions answered honestly we have some people there who are really really knowledgeable and of course lots of people who are really really friendly yeah so if you're on facebook come join us at stressless campers you can find that on a link from stressless camping our <laughs> website that's right the website stressless camping yeah and also on stressless camping website you can sign up for our once in a week newsletter and as tony said earlier if you weren't a member of the newsletter group before and you join in august or september you'll be eligible for our drawing for our air gear tire changing kit absolutely and there's no cost to be a member of the newsletter group if you are the winner i'm going to pick one person from the people who joined in august and september and send you that tire changing kit for free 
And in the meantime, we're going to send one newsletter every week. It's going to come out every Thursday. It's going to remind you that a new podcast episode is ready, but it's also going to give you stories and videos and podcasts and links to other things that we think will help you get the most out of your RV experience. And of course, you can find the notes for this episode. Episode number 220. On the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com, where we put links to anything we talked about and notes for this show, including our AI-generated transcript. Those are always, (laughs) sometimes those are fun to look at. Right. (laughs) So, but they do have, you know, it is a transcript. And we also have an entire page of links of our deals and discounts, places that you can go, things that you can do to make your camping adventure more stressless. Yep, including Harvest Hosts, as we mentioned. We have links to ABC Upfitters and all of the things that we talk about. Of course, we are in all the social places, as you know, but you can start at stresslesscamping.com and from there, jump off to all the places that we are. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, It is absolutely free to subscribe on any podcast app. You know, we're saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And as always, we'll remind you that a review really, really helps us. If you could review us wherever you listen. And if you've already done that, or if you aren't going to do that, but you find something that we post that you think other people can get something out of, please share it. That is also very, very helpful. Yes, it is. And we have in our newsletter, we have instructions on how to do that. That's right. So see, just another reason to be part of that. That's what we have this week. We sincerely appreciate your putting us in your ears one more time and hope you're planning a fall adventure. There's lots of great fall camping, including Balloon Fiesta, if you happen to be in Albuquerque. Lots of places all over this beautiful land. So we hope you are enjoying some. Happy camping! We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!